Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Han Cook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here, ready to go on this Monday, Game 5, perhaps the final game of the NBA Finals tonight in Denver. We'll do over-under coming up here in a little bit. The U.S. Open begins on Thursday in Los Angeles at L.A. Country Club. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. This hour... Brought to you by Meguiar's. They've come to the rescue again. The new hybrid ceramic tire shine renews dull tires by darkening the appearance, adding long-lasting high gloss and keeping it shining even when exposed to water. Give Meguiar's hybrid ceramic tire shine a try. Meguiar's, reflect your passion. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming on the program. Reggie Miller will join us coming up a little bit later on. ESPN NBA host Malika Andrews will join us from Denver. Your phone calls are always welcome, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Operator Tyler is standing by to take your phone calls. 877-3DP-SHOW. Also, say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Download the app. You can watch this program. Also, our radio affiliates around the country, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio. Coming into the NBA Finals, Nikola Jokic's resume was already looking Hall of Fame worthy. He had two MVPs, and if it wasn't for a late push by Joel Embiid, he would have been a three-peater here. But in order to secure your place as one of the greatest big men all time, you got to win some championships, and maybe one championship, at least to start. Uh, Jokic and the Nuggets are on the verge of capturing the first title with a win tonight, not only for uh, the Joker, but also the Nuggets franchise. And you start talking about big men, the greatest of all time. Well, you start with Bill Russell when it comes to winning championships. Kareem, Shaq, there are quite a few players. Hakeem, go down the list of great big men. But this is a chance for Joker to put his name, at least in the conversation, as a great center of all time. I'm not comparing him to Kareem or Bill Russell or even Shaq, but he's only 28. And it's not like he's going to slow down because he's slowed down already. It's not like he's not going to be able to jump that high because he doesn't jump that high. But you've already put away Kevin Durant and LeBron James, and now you're trying to put away the Miami Heat. That'll be coming up tonight. Over, under, in case you're wondering, the Miami Heat 
are getting nine points tonight in Denver. Nine. Dang. There's also a bet that you can make on DraftKings. The largest lead of the game tonight, 14 and a half. Anybody going over 14 and a half? Oh, oh a lead at any point in the game? Yeah. Largest oh. lead, not margin, lead. I'll go over. All right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Pie to the face. Pie, pie to the face. <laughs> yes, I'll take a pie in the face. I'll take as many pies as I'm wrong. Ooh. Oh. Okay, so if the over or under, if they only end up with a, an eleven point lead, if they only go to with one a one point lead the entire time, I would get many pies. Okay, yeah, right. I'll do that. Okay, here's the over under. Everybody loves to play, and you can do the take home version if you would yeah. like. I'm going to start with Todd Fritz over under the Joker tonight. Twenty eight and a half. Seaton. Thirty one and a half. Marvin. Yeah. 29 and a half. Blue! Yeah. Blue. Oh, whatever. You, it's a carryover from last week. You were killing it. I'm trying, DP. Yeah, this is getting old. I know. Over <laughs> under Jimmy Butler, Marvin. 22 and a half. Dang, that's disrespectful. Pauly. 26 and a half. Blue, blue, blue. Oh, yeah. Front yeah. row. Oh, killing it. Front row. Front row. Oh, that's all we do. Front row. Front row. Front row. All right, Jamal Murray tonight. Seton O'Connor. 27 and a half. Marvin. 25 and a half. Blue, blue, blue. What is going on right now? What is going on right now? Okay. If uh, it's a sweep for the front row, then there has to be some consequences for the back row. Todd, take your pants off. <laughs> I've been waiting for this opportunity. <laughs> Two and a half points. <laughs> Over, under... Bam out of bio. Come on, Toddler. Let's okay. go. Let's rally. Come Todd. On, 17 and a half. Seton O'Connor. 21 and a half. Marvin. 20 and a half. Todd pantless. Todd, take off your pants. Are you telling the truth, then? Yes, I swear. That's crazy. I, I got the numbers Todd, right here. Take your pants off. Todd, take your pants off. I'm so, glad I'm, so glad I'm partially blind. <laughs> He'll be fully blind when he takes off his pants. I'd pray for that. Yeah. All right. Manchester United kid on. Go ahead, toddler. Yeah. That's you... all I would have on my hat and my Manchester shirt. Why do you have Manchester United on? I don't know. I just felt like wearing it. Manchester City is. I know. I just, you know what? I grabbed the shirt and I'm like, I'm going to wear this one. <laughs> I, I, I think Todd was trying to pay homage to Manchester winning the title, but he mm, went with the exact Yeah, I don't have the, a Man City shirt, but we have this. So I'm like, you know what? It's got my name on the back. It's cute. Right. Go with it. You got the Manchester part of it. It's cute. It goes with my black shorts. It's nice. Your kit, as yeah. they like to say. You got your kit. I got my kit and my caboodle yeah. underneath. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, poll question today. <laughs> what are we going to go with there, Seton O'Connor? Uh, let's see. I've got, how was your weekend? Long or short? Okay. I had a long weekend. But you can have a long, great weekend. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So maybe we'll do a long, in parentheses, good. Can you have a long. short, short, bad weekend? Bad? Yeah, like, a, well, that was a short weekend. Yeah. It feels like when you have a long weekend, it's not a good thing. Uh, but but long weekends are always good things. But if you had a long weekend, it's a bad thing. Todd had one on how the NBA Finals will play out tonight. Do you want to give us the... Uh, I'd love to. Possibilities here? Nuggets win convincingly. Nuggets win in a tight one. Heat win convincingly, which it would be odd, but you never know. Heat win a tight one, and I don't know. Stop stressing me out. Is this giving you a lot of stress? 
There's there could using... be some people out there saying, I don't know who's going to win. Leave me alone. I don't. Very few I people don't, probably I don't, pick that I one. I don't think there are people out there going, stop asking me. Uh, leave me alone. It doesn't take, it doesn't take much to get anxious. feeling that way right now. That single, uh, the 2016 Cavs are the only team to come back from a 3-1 deficit in the NBA Finals beating the Golden State Warriors. We just mentioned that. When somebody says no chance, I say low chance. Low chance. Miami, no chance? No. Low chance to win tonight. Just throwing that out there, there's always the possibility that uh, – Miami could come back and win this. Here's Michael Malone. Don't call him Mike, the Nuggets head coach. My biggest concern going into any closeout game is human nature and fighting against that. You know, you're up 3-1. And, you know, there, there's, it's a, most teams, when you're up 3-1, they come up for air. They relax. And they, they just kind of take it for granted that, oh, we're, we're going to win this. Our approach has to be that we're down 3-1. You know, they're desperate. We have to be more desperate. And my hope is that tomorrow night in front of just an unbelievable crowd, incredible environment, that our players understand the opportunity in front of them and take full advantage of it. Obviously, that interview done yesterday, he does know the game is tonight. That would have been odd if he was speaking today and it's like, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, what else do you have, Seaton? Coaching is a lot of cliches. Yes, it is. It really is. Yes. It's high cliche, although he seems to like have his team buying into those cliches. Hey, we're, we're down 3-1. We're not up 3-1. Well, he has no problem in calling them out publicly. Yeah. Uh, Eric Spolstra does not do that with the Miami Heat. So different philosophies there but, there, but Michael Malone has no problem saying, you know, we didn't give any effort here. You can also bet on who you think will have the first basket tonight. Anybody want to take a stab at uh, who they think will have the first basket tonight? Um Joker is the favorite. Yeah, really? He's usually pass first, especially in the well, first quarter. I'm, I'm just saying, top five odds to score the first basket in game five. You want to get him going early. <laughs> uh, it's Joker. It's Bam. Jamal Murray. Jimmy Butler. Michael Porter Jr. the third. <laughs> they got that all wrong. <laughs> I feel like it's Michael Porter Jr. the third or Aaron Gordon. You know, feels like there'll be a miss and then a put back and then they'll go up. Oh, oh, he's gonna get he's already gone. He's gonna have a big night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How about they ride that Kevin Love train and he gets the first basket? That would be fun. Yeah, well, just had a, his wife just delivered a baby boy. There you go. Yeah. First couple of points, Caleb. Yeah. All right, what else do you have, Seaton O'Connor? Uh <laughs> This is a funny video that uh, Todd just sent in a poll question about. Uh, when approaching a team mascot, I'm more likely to hug it or punch it. <laughs> I would hope if we use that hug it in a landslide would win. But you don't know. There's a couple of crazy people out there. Like so, Conor McGregor? Like Conor Mark. McGregor. Punching Bernie the mascot, then punching him a second time while he's down. What are you doing? He had no idea that that mascot was hurt, that the guy inside the mascot was hurt. Doesn't know his own strength. But the guy had to go to the ER, a mascot to the emergency room over he, a little play fight? He is, he's kind of uh, taunting him as they're pulling him off the floor. And the guy might have been knocked out, but Conor McGregor punched the mascot. I don't think he knew where the guy's head was in the the outfit there. And he just winds up and wails on him, and he might have, you know, cold cock this guy. Yeah, Polly. By the reaction of the other people that are kind of on the mascot team, it's clearly some type of bit, obviously, that's going on. 
But McGregor hits him kind of upside the head and takes him down. Like, he goes down. And the second one is a driving punch downward into his beak. <laughs> and his head has nowhere to go. Like, when he when he hits him in the head, he's got a big cushion. But the next one, and it's funny because, like, the street team for the Heat yeah. is all running around, like, waving him off. And the guy's like, no, I don't want to get up. No, no, I'm in the bit here, you know. Hey. <laughs> This is a bit, right? And then they drag the mascot off the floor. That was the worst part. Beyond the two punches and however yeah. injured he was, they're now dragging him across the court while he may be. And Conor McGregor, tough guy, is is taunting him as they're pulling. He's he's trying to make fun of him and say something to him while poor they're Bernie. dragging him off. There was no trail of blood though, but uh, poor Bernie. Bernie got roughed up a little bit. But you know that's heat culture. He'll be back. He'll be ready to go tonight. That's yeah. what the emergency room thought they saw everything. Here comes Bernie. The mascot's going through the ER doors. What's this? Yeah, he's on a gurney. And all of a sudden, those big feet are there and a big head there. Wouldn't even fit on the gurney. Yeah, Paul. Uh, here's what I want. If the mascot sues Conor McGregor, which Conor I'm, McGregor. I'm calling my shot that he's absolutely going to sue. When you watch court TV in the case, he has to be in the mascot oh, outfit. Sure. He has to be at the, you know, the lawyer next to him, the briefs, and he's sitting there in a mascot outfit and just nodding his head because he can't talk. I can't start an IV. His fur is blocking the needle. What am I supposed to do? Okay. What was worse, though, the two punches or the outfit that Conor McGregor was wearing? It, it looked like he was going to a disco in 1978. That's a bad look by Conor McGregor. Badass? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. It, it was velour. It was red velour. Not good. I still don't believe that that's a real story. I don't know. You mean that he hurt him? Yeah. I think he hurt him. I don't think he did. I think he did. No. <laughs> so you're saying that Bernie... I think it's commitment to the bit. Okay. Yeah. And I respect that, you know. Not exactly Andy Kaufman going in, uh, you know, f wrestling with somebody. But uh, all right, he's he's all in. Everybody's all in on this. I think Bernie got rocked a little bit. I, th I think I think Conor McGregor. Sometimes you get out there and you get caught up in things, and then all of a sudden you swing a little harder. It's like when you get on the mound when you're throwing out the first pitch, and you're like, uh, no, I'm just going to toss it there. And you get out there and you go, I'm going to throw this really hard, and then you throw it to the back stump. Yes, Paul. Yeah, I'm watching it in slow motion, which is really fun, by the way. The first one kind of grazes at the top of his head and doesn't really hurt him that bad. The second one, again, is a driving punch with the head against the floor. <laughs> yeah, no, There's no, no give. The second one is the one who I, I think that rocks him a little oh, bit. Give me a break. According to oh Heat, uh, he will not God. miss any more games, so he's right. He's going to be right back. That'd be great if he was on the injured <laughs> list. <laughs> you know, players injured, and then they put Bernie and <laughs> questionable. Ben Simmons was injured watching this happen. Wow. Hey, I saw video of Ben Simmons looking jacked. Yeah. And I said, where's the basketball in the video? That's all I care about. Looking, I, looking I jacked? I don't care how good you look. I want to know how good looking is your jump shot. That's all I care about. They're like, man, Ben Simmons, he is in the lab working out. And I go, you know what the lab is to me? The gym. Shoot. Yes, Todd. I want to know, we were suggesting that it was a bit. How far do you take the bit with the mascot? You get him into the ER, he's sitting there among a bunch of humans, and there's this one fuzzy animal sitting there. It's like, okay, can I leave Next. now? It's just a bit. I'm actually fine. Uh, yes. Uh, Bernie? Is there Bernie here? Oh, okay. Come on in. <laughs> Your blood pressure is very high. I know. Can I take this head off of my thing here? It's making me hot. All right, we'll come up with a poll question. Malik Andrews from uh, The Mothership will join us next hour. Reggie Miller will uh, join us in the final hour of the program.
We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Seaton, would you update the poll results? Then we'll talk to Malika Andrews from The Mother Show. Dan, right now, 60% of the audience would rather be one of the top 10 greatest quarterbacks of all time than the greatest male tennis player of all time. Okay. Uh, and we also put up there, uh, the Heat right now have no chance of coming back in the series or low chance of coming back. And that's still at 59% no chance. You have to say low chance. You, you can't say, say no chance. chance. We always get in trouble that way. ESPN reporter and host Malika Andrews leading the coverage for her show NBA Today. Live on site from Denver, Game 5 tonight, tip-off, 8.30 Eastern on ABC. Malika, thanks for joining us. Uh, give me the game plan as you go into an interview with the Joker. You had great questions, but you know you're going to be like Bam out of bio trying to guard him here. Bring up horses. That's that's thing number one. It's something that we have in common. And so I feel like that has it had to be on the list. And I was asked several times if if horses was going to come up and I had to say absolutely. But um, no, I, you know, for 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 me, I feel like 
the, the general audience is still getting to know Nikola Jokic a little bit, which is wild to say about a, a two-time MVP, about a player that has been an all-star over and over, that's one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player that's playing right now. I feel like his personality, we are still getting to know little glimpses of it outside of the horses, outside of the, the Sombor shuffle or the Sombor sling or whatever you want to call it. And so for me, it was just like, how can I get this guy to tell some stories? Um, because I know that they are great. I know that he always has his teammates laughing and chuckling. And, and he's what he does on the court, Dan, is just it's so insane that how can we get to know this guy a little bit better? And sometimes great players can't describe what makes them great. That they yeah. don't they just do it. It's it's reactionary. And plus, I don't know if he wants to. I don't know if you've sat down and interviewed somebody who is that apprehensive to talk about legacy or any, you know, he, he wants to deflect, but I, yeah. I mean, he fits in a small category. Everybody's about their brand. And let me tell you how great I am. He doesn't want any part of that. No, I, I fully believe that when Nikola Jokic is done playing basketball, he is going to be done playing basketball. It's so clear what's important to him. It is his daughter. It is his family. It is his brothers who show up every game and you can hear them no matter where you are at in the arena. Um, it, it, it is his teammates. And it's winning, but it's not winning in a way that he needs to talk about it every single day. And that's part of what makes him remarkable, especially in this age, like you talked about. When I asked him about you know, his, he wants to talk about his teammates. That's the thing. When you ask him about himself, he is always going to say, well, this is how someone else helped me to get to this point. He even talked about it in his general media session yesterday when he was asked about winning and who he wants to share it with. He says it's the people that have always been there. He's the guy who hangs with his day ones and that's it. And that's what he's going to continue to do. Plus, if you're around athletes from war-torn countries, there's no mm. nonsense about them. Like they, you know, Giannis was, oh, you know, is this a disappointment? This is somebody who grew up having one meal a day. Like, you know, yeah. I, I know disappointment. I know struggle. I know adversity. Yeah. Their, their perspective is different than ours. There's just a unique appreciation, it seems, for what a player like Nicola, a player like Giannis, who I've had the great privilege of interviewing over and over, a perspective that they keep that I think maybe comes from a place of we weren't always told that this was going to happen. We were not put into a funnel when we were a 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old playing in AAU basketball. And don't get me wrong, it is incredibly difficult, as you know, to make the NBA. There is no uh, sure bet, just like you were talking about. You can't say for sure the Miami Heat are counted out tonight. There's no sure bet you're going to make it to the NBA. But there is this inherent belief that's been fed to many, many young players that wasn't fed to someone like Nikola Jokic. And sure, in part, that's because he was playing water polo up until he was in his mid-teens, right? And that's part of where we get these incredible passes from is the other sports that he played. Um, but I think that, that that's a big part of it too. He's centered around something that isn't just making the biggest contract that he is going to make in the NBA. Uh, we had a conversation yesterday about, if I could, about he almost, when, when Nicola was drafted, 41st, as everyone knows, a Taco Bell commercial was playing when he was drafted, <laughs> right? And we didn't even get to see the footage playing on live television because he was drafted 41st overall. So he's drafted and he actually, he didn't plan to come over to Denver. He planned to stay over in Spain. He basically had a contract that was essentially signed with the Spanish team. He was playing for Mega at the time. Um, and the Spanish officials 
They came to watch him play. His plan was to be stashed for a couple of years. And as we know, sometimes players who are stashed, they never make it over to the NBA. He had the worst game of his life, he says, when those Spanish officials came to watch him play. Four points, three rebounds, couldn't defend, you know, a broomstick. And so the Spanish officials said, we're good. We don't want this guy. And only then did he say, all right, I guess I'll report back to Denver. We might not have wow. seen this guy play. Like, that's what we're talking about when we talk about Nikola Jokic. And now he is dazzling on the highest stage and his one went away from the franchise's first title. And I think that's the real benefit of all of this. We're talking to Malika Andrews, ESPN host, uh, NBA Today Live, on site from Denver. Uh, that'll be uh, tip-off tonight, 8.30 Eastern on ABC. That we're almost forced to watch him. Because you have to go out of your way to watch him. And even at the mothership, you're not leading with Denver highlights because what are you going to show? A nice crisp bounce (laughs) pass. And and so he's caught up in the highlight culture. But this forced everybody when he played the Lakers. Now you have to watch him because you're tuning in for the Lakers, whether you love him or not. And then by proxy, the number of people have been like, man, he is good. (laughs) Yeah, he won two MVPs, but they almost had to see it to to validate like, yeah, he is really good. He just is economically great. And when you say like I had I yelled at uh, Kendrick Perkins um, through the TV (laughs) every day. (laughs) Yeah. When he's saying, oh, he's you know, he's padding his stats. I'm going, there's 50 players in the NBA who took more shots per game than he did during the regular season. He is incredibly That's not padding your stats. No. (laughs) The one we kind of all joke about, right, is the one rebound in Phoenix where it's like, oh, okay, like maybe we're going to go there. But no, that's not what this this player is, right? I do think, Nicolai, because I've been really lucky. So my first ever internship uh, in the business was at the Denver Post. It was Jamal Murray's rookie year. And so I was lucky to get a glimpse of what that team was going to look like then. And it was vastly different, right? This was the Jameer Nelson, the Gary Harris uh, uh, team with whether or not Jamal Murray is going to be able to to exist in this ecosystem. And then my very first Christmas Day game was for ESPN Sidelines was in Denver. But I do think Nikola Jokic, I don't want to um, overly defend my colleagues, but I I do think he's a player you have to see in person to fully appreciate because I can tell you on TV that little touch pass in game one to Aaron Gordon, I'm sure that that resonated no matter where you are. But seeing it in person, there was this like collective gasp of the entire audience. And this is Denver Nuggets fans who have been watching this guy play since he came into the league of like, how did he defy physics that way? How does that (laughs) even work? And so there's just your appreciation for what he can do gets taken to another level when you watch him in person because – he isn't going to be the sexiest dunker. You know, he talks about how he couldn't do a push-up, right? When he came into the league, he had to work with Felipe to get his conditioning uh, to where it is now. But my God, when you watch the complete game that he puts together, he is up there, you know, with the greats. Yeah, we talk about basketball IQ. You can actually see IQ when you watch him because they're just little things that he does and he plays the angles. I'm always telling my guys that, there's certain guys who see the game in a different way than we do. And that's why they're amongst the greatest of all time. They just see angles. They, they see openings. They, 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 they learn how to take advantage of all those things. And, you know, then I'm looking at the Miami Heat. We gave them credit for the Heat culture and all the undrafted players. But then it feels like the undrafted players are playing 
and show, showing you why they shouldn't have been drafted because they're not able to kind of keep this up on a consistent basis. What is, what is missing from Miami? What has been missing in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, I think, right, Richard Jefferson has his recipe for success. You need two games from your stars. You need one game you're not supposed to win and one game from your others. And I think that whether or not your others are undrafted is is somewhat irrelevant. But at Miami, you know, I, w- I wonder, I know Jimmy Butler says, you don't care about my ankle health and neither do I. So it's not going to be an excuse. But when you watch the Milwaukee series, the way he was driving, the way he was attacking, and even on his drives in game four, he oftentimes would then kick it out. And so I do wonder a little bit if, you know, the greatest, I believe, arguably the greatest individual Jimmy Butler game we saw was game five in the NBA bubble. Um, I was lucky enough to be there when he's hanging over the stanchion, essentially plays all 48 minutes and wills this Miami Heat team that was hurt, that was struggling uh, to force the Lakers to a game six that they ultimately lost. I just wonder if Jimmy has that. I know Jimmy doesn't care if I wonder or you wonder (laughs) whether or not he has that. But I have to ask that question. Because as much as you need a game from a Gabe Vincent, from a Max Struess, from a Duncan Robinson to be able to contribute and give you that extra pizzazz, it's got to start with Jimmy. And he hasn't been at the level that he has been. And he says he's fine. So you got to take him sort of at face value for that. But you have to wonder if he has one more left in the tank because that's what it's going to take. The biggest story in the offseason that intrigues you the most, Dame Lillard, Chris Paul, James Harden, uh, Kyrie Irving. Oh yeah, and Kyrie. Out of you those, know? out of those four, who is going to make the biggest headline? Who's going to make the biggest headline? Probably Kyrie Irving, um, just because the combination of teams and and the player that he is. My personal curiosity. I am very curious about Chris Paul. Right, we're talking about a, a future Hall of Famer um, who hasn't quite gotten to the mountaintop yet. Um, you don't think Dame is traded? I mean, Dame said over and over again, Portland, 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 Portland. The day that Dame is traded, I will be surprised. I will be. Uh, Just because it's not because I I think it's impossible, but because we've sort of heard this chatter so many times before, I'm a little bit at the point of I'll believe it when I see it. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. It's just more about there's been so many conversations like this for so many years ramping up to this point. And it doesn't feel like it's ever gotten to that inflection and, and just gotten there. And so I, I sort of feel the same way this year. Kyrie stays in Dallas? Yeah, I think Kyrie stays in Dallas. It, it makes the most you know financial sense for him. And I think that they need him. They Luca is on the clock. They need to prove that they can keep stars, keep Kyrie happy, and get to a point that they can win. They need to go out and get some defensive anchors. They need to go out and fill fill around. But I think that Kyrie Irving should stay in Dallas. Why would James Harden want to go to Houston as opposed to staying with a team that has and, can contend? <laughs> if I had that, if I had that answer, I think I would be more of a betting woman. But uh, if my 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 best understanding right, is that he went to, I I covered him in Brooklyn. He went there to win. He went to Philadelphia to be in what he felt was a less volatile locker, more apt to win situation. It didn't totally work. There was enough butting heads with, with coaching staff, with, with this and that, 
that at some point, you know, he happiness rules the day. And in Houston, he will be welcome back, it seems like, with open arms. Um, but the question that will follow him there is then is the window on winning just closed? Because clearly Houston, even hiring a great coach like Ime Udoka, just doesn't seem to be in that position at all right now. Did you ever get knocked over when you were doing sideline? Um, yeah, I have actually, I've gotten ball in the head, but it didn't fully, didn't fully knock me over. I've gotten taken out by Richard on set, um, but never been fully knocked over (laughs) just by just ball in the head. Uh, we want to attach Chris Paul to the Lakers because that, that gets clicks. Are are you, are you attaching Chris Paul to the Lakers? I'm not so sure. I mean, first of all, I don't think the Lakers are going to do and, and, you know, you need Bobby Marks on for all the financials of all of this, but they did a, a three star and I know it's a vastly different player, but they did the three star experiment with, with Russell Westbrook, LeBron and Anthony Davis. And so depending on how those financials work out and what they can keep, which I'm, I, I would need to look at. They've learned their lesson there. I believe that's they're not going to sacrifice depth, and that's by the way that's a that's a decision that more and more teams are going to have to make now with the new CBA. Essentially, you're locked into two stars and then filling out. If you get three, it's really really hard to fill out the rest of the team. So I would be a little bit surprised because of that. And then also we've seen LeBron team up with with his you know banana boat brethren, uh, Carmelo Anthony being one of them players he's close to. And it hasn't always panned out the way that we all maybe thought it would. Yeah. And so I think between those two things, I if that happened, if Adrian Wojnarowski reported that, I looked down at my phone, I would say, oh, sh-. I, <laughs> I would not. I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, of course, duh. Like I saw that coming. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, have fun today and uh, tonight. And thanks for joining us, Malika. Thanks so much, Dan. By the way, Nikola Jokic, new horse, win or lose, he says. I like that. I like, what's he going to name the horse? That's what I want to know. Dan Patrick, duh. No, I would think, <laughs> I would think Jamal. I like it. Although then when you get into the ride, you know what? We're just going <laughs> to I'm going to get on Jamal. Uh, (laughs) You're right. Malika Andrews, the mothership, uh, NBA Today, live from Denver. Game 5 tonight, tip-off at 8.30 Eastern on NBC. (laughs) Yes, Seton, you have a puzzled look on your face. That was a good interview. Okay. Great interview. Thank you. Yeah, time we had her on, that's great. No, she does a great job. You know, she got those knuckleheads she got to deal with on that set. (laughs) True story. (laughs) True story. Richard Jefferson's a goofball. He's fun. He's a good guest. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Kind of a sneaky stat here with Jamal Murray. 15 points, 12 assists in game four. So that's his fourth consecutive game with double-digit assists. There's only three other players in NBA Finals history with at least four consecutive Finals games with 10 or more assists. You're going to get one of them for sure. You're going to forget about one, and you're not going to realize that this one could have that many assists. Paulie? I just had this weird feeling that the Denver Nuggets will cruise to victory tonight. Jamal Murray has the game of his life, you know, just closes them out. You know how those voters pick the wrong guys sometimes during the NBA Finals? Paul, I ask a question. Oh. The, the, the other player, the three oh. other players who have had four straight games with double-digit assists. Magic Johnson. Bob Cousy. Paulie? John Stockton? Michael Jordan. Perhaps you've heard of him. Woo! Yeah. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Yeah, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Reggie Miller, the Hall of Famer. Finals game five tonight, 8.30 Eastern on ABC in Denver. I'm checking the math here, Reg, and I know you said the Miami Heat in six. 
I don't think that they can win in six. I don't think they can win in six. I felt like something special was brewing in Miami. It just so happened that big face coffee that Jimmy Butler is so affectionately known for, right? Uh, I just think that's what the Nuggets were drinking with their chicken McNuggets. Mm. Okay. But look, just looking at this series, um, at the end of the day, Denver, they've been much more physical after that berating by their coach after game two. They're just bigger. They're stronger at every position. Even looking at uh, Christian Brown uh, off the bench, he's bigger than, you know, a lot of the starters for Miami. Cream rises, and they will, they've always had the best player in the series on the floor at the, at, uh, in Jokic. And the two best crazy, players, though, Reg. I'm what a crazy stat you just gave because you – what series was that for Michael Jordan where he had four straight games of 10 – what series was that of his six finals appearances? Because you never – I never would have guessed that. Yeah, Magic – not, not that he wasn't a willing passer, but I, I didn't think he would have had four straight games like that. Yeah, Magic did it five times. Jordan and Kuzi did it uh, once with at least four consecutive finals games with 10 or more assists. So – uh, maybe uh, my research department can look and see what series. Oh, you've been answering any of your questions, so I don't know if he's going to do any kind of research. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I won't even answer your question. <laughs> yes, Paul. Yeah, I got it. It's a 1991 NBA Finals versus the Lakers. Jordan had games with uh, 12, 13, 13, and 10 assists against the Lakers. I wonder oh. if Mike was like, you know, Magic, you're known for passing the ball. I can do what you do. I, you know what? Uh, when he was taking over the reins as being the best player, that was a part of it because everyone always said with Magic and with Larry, they're winners. They do everything. They get everyone involved. And Michael, early on in his career, was just known primarily as just being a scorer. So, yeah, I think at the back of his mind in the finals against Magic, I'm going to beat you at what everyone – perceives to be your strength, and that is distributing the basketball as well as scoring. What can the Heat do to make this competitive? They, they've got these undrafted guys who have been fantastic throughout this playoff line. The Duncan Robinsons, the Gabe Vincents, the Caleb Martins. They've got to score the basketball. That, that's, that's really it. And give Denver uh, Nuggets credit defensively. They shut these guys down. But scoring is at a premium, and Miami plays their best when their defense is clicking, but they get timely offense. We know about Jimmy Butler and Bam, but to me, the success of Miami has been those other guys because they've been reliable throughout this playoff run, and in the finals, um, they've kind of been up and down. Duncan Robinson, um, who was good in game two, has been a no-show, so they've got to find scoring. I brought this up last week that if Joker wins a championship, and let's say he averages a triple-double, I mean, he might be putting up numbers that are the best that anybody's ever put up for, through an entire postseason. Is, is he in the conversation? He's not Bill Russell. He's not Kareem. But is he entering a conversation with David Robinson, Akeem? I wouldn't put him in there with Shaq. 
but uh, where where would he be with great centers of all time? I would say he he would be knocking on the door. I I, I can't put him in there with Akeem yet. I can't put him in there with David Robinson because he's going to have to win another championship. The, what the numbers he has, has put up is historic. We've never seen anything like it before. He's somewhat of a unicorn at the ability to score, to assist, to rebound. The passes have been phenomenal. But at the end of the day, it's only one championship. And I know people want to get caught up in that. Yeah. If he builds up a body of work and he comes back with another championship, then we can open the door and start having these conversations. But with one championship, I can't put him in there with a king who has two. David Robinson, I believe, has two or three. Um, it's very difficult for me to put him in the, that conference. He, he's nowhere near Shaq, in my opinion, in terms of centers. He's nowhere near Shaq. And um, Joker is not, you know, I think he's 28. Akeem didn't have his titles till he turned 30. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a team that is going to be together. They're young, and they just made a trade with Oklahoma City to get another draft pick, I think a second-round draft pick this upcoming draft. You know, they're, they're going to want to reload or add, maybe not even reload, but add to what they already have to make sure that they're still the team to beat next year. And well-coached in Michael Malone. And let's remember this, experience, that goes a long way. And if they can find a way, which we all believe they will, uh, to wrap it up tonight and win a championship, that experience and that chip on your shoulder, every time they take the floor a year from now, once next season kicks in, it's taking the floor of the world champions. That kind of builds on your ego and your psyche a little bit. And that builds that confidence. Um, This team... They're young. They're energetic. Again, we talked about them being well-coached. They're going to be around for the long haul. But I will say this. The West is loaded, too, though, right? So they're, they're going to, on a nightly basis, when you have that target on your back, if they're the champs, um, they're going to have to be able to bring it each and every night. If I said you could have Luka or Jokic? I would take Jokic. Okay. I don't think that would be even close, in my opinion. Um, especially for my skill set. I'm gonna put myself like who who could I benefit and play with the most? And it definitely would be Jokic. The way he passes and can score and he's so unselfish. Not that Luca isn't, he's very unselfish as well. But I mean Jokic is just a different breed. He's just different. We had Malika Andrews on last hour and she said that uh Jokic learned how to pass by water polo. When he holds the ball up, if you watch water polo, that's what it is. Like he's faking a lot too. Yes, yes, and and side angles, and I mean all like Patrick Mahomes type angles with his passes. Uh, And I I would also say that about water polo too. That builds your fitness as well. Um, If you've ever been to a water polo match, at Pepperdine. the fitness of those athletes is tremendous, especially from the upper body up. Uh, being able to wade in water um, and play above the water, um, you can tell that's why he's in great physical shape as well. You didn't play water polo, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> One of those things that, uh, no. Water and Reggie doesn't get <laughs> What What was your second best sport? Baseball. Baseball was my first love. 
I was a much better baseball player earlier on in my career until I got to high school. And then the coach at Riverside Poly wanted me to pitch because in Little League, I was like Mariano Rivera <laughs> as a pitcher in Little League. I was an unbelievable pitcher. But once I went to Pony, and then as you know, the mound grows once you get to, to high school, it's further back. And the high school coach was like, you know, I want you to pitch. And I'm like, uh, no, I want to play center field. She's like, no, you're going to pitch. I'm like, I'm going to concentrate on basketball. Oh, he's um, Reggie Miller, the Hall of Famer, joining us. Uh, by the way, game five tonight, the Heat are nine-point underdogs, and that's uh, 8.30 Eastern on ABC. Dame Lillard starts next season where? I want to say Portland, but just looking and observing all these lives that he does and conducts and, you know, You've got Portland fans now saying, hey, we can get a bag for Damien, and he's coming out saying, sign a petition if you want me out of here. I, I want to say he's going to be somewhere else. And I know, I think his destinations were Miami. He said no to Boston. Um, there was one other place that he said that he would Brooklyn. Go- Brooklyn. That's it. And it's interesting, you know, we mentioned Brooklyn because when we were doing the Brooklyn-Philadelphia series, game two or three, I believe it was, or game four, he was in attendance in Brooklyn, and I was like, uh-oh, and all the conversations start. Because I think he would be great on that team with Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, Spencer Dinwiddie. I think they need a closer. We talked about that. They need a number one on that team. Yeah. He would be a bona fide number one for uh, the Brooklyn Nets. I, I just don't – they can get a lot for him. Um, and Portland, they're not going anywhere. I'm sorry. They're just not. Kyrie Irving, uh, start of next season, will be where? The Dallas Mavericks. Okay. They can offer him the most. Um, I say he stays with Dallas. Chris, they gave up so they gave up so much to get him. They can't allow him to they basically gave away all the defensive players to attain him. So I, I think uh, they've got to open up the bag and, and sign Kyrie. Chris Paul is where opening night. I would love to see him with the Los Angeles Lakers. He's a free agent, unrestricted free agent. I know his family, uh, they still live in the Calabasas area. I think he would be a great fit for them. They had point guard woes down the stretch, as we saw with D'Angelo Russell. Um, I would love to see Chris Paul in a Lakers uniform playing alongside his good friend, LeBron James. But what are you getting with a 38-year-old Chris Paul? You just want someone to stabilize and not beat you. Make a timely, wide-open shot. Don't turn the ball over and be steady. The key for Chris is he's going to have to stay healthy and stay healthy when it matters. Yeah. It's like he is always banged up come April 15th once playoffs start. Yeah, I just – man, that's a weird situation. If you're LeBron and you're Chris Paul and you go, hey, hey, what are you thinking? 
You just need a floor general, though, because LeBron. Well, what same. if LeBron doesn't want Chris Paul? How awkward is that? Where is that where you go, man? Polinka, he won't pull the trigger on this, man. Uh, if you can get him for a bargain basement price, which you can. Um, I don't think you're going to get him for like what is he owe thirty seven million? I think uh, I think thirty. I think you can because most of that the Suns are going to be on the hook for. So if you can get him at a bargain basic price, yeah. I, but haven't we tried this with the three stu- you know three stars there in L.A.? So yeah, but he wouldn't be one of those guys that are counted on to win games. He'll be counted on not to lose games for you. I think. And unless, at the end of the day, when healthy, he is an unbelievable floor general. He understands how to run a team. He is not going to hurt you. Didn't Steve Kerr, was there something about maybe Golden State would be interested in Chris Paul? Am I, am I just making that up? Or I thought there was something that was there. I haven't heard that, but I could see that. Him playing alongside the Splash Brothers and Draymond Green, if healthy, I would like to see that. That would kind of, that would be fascinating to watch as well. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Miami Heat have no chance or low chance. Uh, low chance. I'll I'll never say no chance. Yeah. Just uh, Jimmy Butler can go crazy, um, but it would be beneficial for Denver. You don't want to get on a plane, go back to. To Miami for game six. Handle your business because if those shooters get going, Miami's been the underdog these whole postseasons. They barely made it with that win over Chicago. Uh, they just smacked Miami or Milwaukee, the number one team in the East. Um, their most competitive series up to date before Denver, what to me was that uh, Knicks series. I thought the Knicks played them. Yeah. Pretty well. Yeah. Um, and then we saw that seven-game epic series with Boston winning on the road. So they've been there before, but I, I just think they're facing a much bigger, more physical at every position. They're, Aaron Gordon played like he did in game one, uh, in, in game four. He just used the size. He, he overpowered. And on any given night, one of those guys can take over, led by their two stars, in Jokic and Murray. Uh, we had a poll question. Would you rather be Djokovic or Drew Brees? So, greatest tennis player or most decorated tennis player, or would you rather be Drew Brees with a Super Bowl win and, you know, a top 10 quarterback of all time? Um, wow. Are you taking away football, which is the number one sport in the world with ratings and, and all that, or the greatest – Arguably the greatest tennis player. Yeah. I like I like Novak. I, I would take the arguably one of the greatest tennis players of all time. Okay, what I, about your career? If I said you could have your career or Novak Djokovic? I'm always gonna take my career. Over over him. everybody? I love my career. If I, I love, said your career or Tom Brady's. Well, I would take Tom Brady. You just told me you're always taking you. Look, 
I'm happy with my career and my success ups and downs. It's it's the building blocks. That's what <laughs> it's about. It's the building blocks. What about Ray Allen's career or Djokovic's career? Ray had a really good career. Greatest shooter besides Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Is Ray a better shooter than you? I'm going to stop it. Here you go again trying to start animosity amongst my children. Stop it. These are all my children. I've spawned them all. Okay. I spawned them all. But Steph is a better shooter than you. I've spawned them all. <laughs> I'm sitting from the mountaintop. Look at my children. Okay, so Ray oh, Allen or, or, yes, Ray Allen or Djokovic? Uh, how about Peja Stoyakovic? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just throw some itches out there. How about Robert? I, I would go with I would go with Ray's career over Novak. Okay, Robert Ori's career or Novak Ooh. Djokovic? Oh, uh, Novak. Okay, Novak. And Ray is it's Steph then Ray. Look at this dude. <laughs> First of all, there's Larry Bird. He's the God. I'm Jesus. And then the rest are my angels. The rest are our angels. So it goes Larry Legend as God. Jesus, <laughs> yours truly. And then our angels are below us. Oh, so, so Larry spawned you. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Well, Reggie's got the heat in six. <laughs> I was this close. You were. Yeah. You were that close. close. You're... After game two. I know. I know. Come I know. On here, I I know. On here <laughs> hey, if they come back, now. if they come back, you're, you're going to look good. Remember, <laughs> low chance, not no chance. Thank you, Reg. I appreciate you, Theodore. Reggie Aloysius Miller, Jr., the third. Game five tonight at 8.30 Eastern on ABC. Greatest shooter of all time, Steph. Ray. Reggie. Mean-spirited. Ray. Yeah, I know. know. If I would say to Patrick Ewing's face that Akeem was a better center than him, then, you know, I can ask those questions. Yeah, Pauline. It, it, there's so many semantics to it because greatest shooter is that deep shooter or all shots that like the guy who has the most shots. I think Bird had every shot. There's not a shot he couldn't hit. Well, you got to factor in Bad Larry from the podcast because he said that he could uh, take Michael Jordan uh, in uh, 15 footers. Couldn't take Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan. Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.